This is Behind the Curtain at LA Opera. I'm your host, Brian Lauritsen. On this edition of the podcast, I'm joined by mezzo-soprano Susan Graham. She's singing the role of the witch in L.A. Opera's current run of Humperdinck's Hansel and Gretel. This is a role debut for Susan Graham. How's your taste in children? They're delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Our conversation, which was recorded a couple of months ago, does get to Hansel and Gretel in a couple of minutes, but we began by talking about another role debut she made this past summer, the title role in Mark Blitzstein's Regina. I was just reading about St. Louis this past summer and um, your performance in Regina. And um, the write-up in the New York Times talked about all the stairs you had to climb. (laughs) Both um, literally and figuratively. (laughs) But what's it like singing a new new role for you? Well, there are new roles, and then there are new roles. Um, (laughs) Regina was unlike any character I had ever played in my life. And that was really the gist of the New York Times article that came out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I think it says something like, America's sweetheart becomes opera's biggest bitch or something like that. (laughs) Can I say that word? Of course. This Uh, is a podcast. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, anything I want. And and she's a very tough character. I mean, anybody who's ever seen the play The Little Foxes or the movie The Little Foxes starring Betty Davis will understand that this is a very uh, unsavory character. She's a a hardcore Southern belle born into sort of Southern aristocracy. And uh, in 1900 in Alabama, at a time when women didn't have a lot of power, so she had to use whatever tools she could find in her toolbox to get what she wanted, which was, of course, wealth and money. Uh, She essentially murdered uh, her husband, not directly, but by inaction. She let him die of a heart attack right in front of her so that she could get his money. And She really does seem nice. Cold-hearted, <laughs> cold-hearted. And she has no filters and no problem telling people exactly what she thinks of them, and it's usually not very nice. That being said, the music is really interesting. It's by Mark Blitzstein, who, um, and the piece was written in 1949. He was a great inspiration and friend of Leonard Bernstein. In fact, uh, there are many different kinds of music in this score. There's ragtime, and there's jazz, and there's gospel, and there's straight-up operatic ferociousness, and there's great chorus numbers, and it's a fascinating amalgam of a lot of different kinds of American music and really groundbreaking for its time. And the character really just is it just lit me on fire. She's she's a, a force of nature and it was so much fun. I've never had more fun in my life mm. in a character just playing the many levels of her evil. <laughs> the nicest singer in opera gets to play that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because she's so manipulative and has to be, she's she's like a Southern Belle Velvet Hammer. You know, she's she can turn on the charm when she needs to. And, you know, having grown up in Texas and in New say, Mexico, yeah. that comes pretty naturally to me, too. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. So the that New York Times article mentioned also that you're sort of evangelizing this opera um, and trying to convince certain companies in certain places to produce it. Uh, oh yes, I'm I'm not letting L.A. off the hook either. I said we're here. We're here in the building. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, I think it's a it's a piece that 
if you've got a cast that's as great as the one we had, James Morris, Susanna Phillips, Ron Raines. I mean, these are iconic American singers. Uh, I think it's really important to take the opportunity and take advantage of, of a cast this great. There's a little bit of all each of us in the roles that we did. Mm. I'm not proud to say. Uh, there's a little bit of Regina that, you know, I, I felt like I was getting out all of the anger I've had against anybody since I was five years old, you know, <laughs> just like dig so deep. It was very cathartic, very a lot of yeah. fun. So, yeah, I would love to see it done more. Yeah. Yeah. With that said, um, turning to uh, another new role for you. <laughs> another very savory character, right. the witch in Hansel and Gretel at the Los Angeles <laughs> Opera. What drew you to this this role? It started out, the conversation sort of started out as a joke. <laughs> because uh, last year sometime, I was talking with, with the administration here. And, you know, I love singing in, in L.A. I live here now. And uh, it's been a while since I've been in an opera here. So I, I was sort of, you know, bantering with them. And I said, hey, you know. I want to do something fun here. What 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 can we do? And uh, my stepchildren uh, have been in the Los Angeles Children's Chorus for several years, and so they they themselves have done three operas here that didn't involve me. Um, <laughs> they were in the you know the, in the children's choruses, and so the answer that I got was, "Well, we're doing Hansel and Gretel next season, and your kids will be in it. So want to do the witch?" And I said, "Hey, I could do the witch." I've never done The Witch before in my life. And it was just sort of a joke until finally, about a week later, they said, no, 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 we're serious. Would you like to do The Witch? And I thought, well, okay, in the beginning of my career, 30 years ago, I sang Hansel more than once. And um, and I thought, but The Witch, that's always been a little bit out of my purview. But then I thought, well, why not? Why not? It'll be completely new, a lot of opportunity for experimentation, a lot of fun. I might even get to fly. Who knows? And, you know, it's 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 a new thing. How's your taste in children? They're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the whole joke about this thing is that when it was first announced, the, the little tagline that I wanted to use was, talk about your stepmother being a witch. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so my kids have had a good a good time with yeah. that. Um, I try not to act like a witch uh, around them at home. In real life, we actually get along very well and we love <laughs> each other very much. But I think I think it'll be it'll be great fun to share the stage with one, if not both of them. <laughs> one of them might not be in it this year, but oh. anyhow, I think it'll be fun. Um, although by the time they appear, I'm already in the oven, so you know I don't I don't get to actually eat them. <laughs> <laughs> What do you do when you take on a role for the first time? What's what's your process like? Well, because I'm a pianist, I, I sit down and I play through it if I don't know it already. For instance, I know I know how the witch goes because, like I said, I've yeah. been in the opera before. But uh, for something like Regina, I just sat down and started playing through the score. And the music has to appeal to me first in the decision-making process of whether to take the part or not. And then the the text and the character comes next. And once I've agreed to do it, then comes the sort of breaking it down and peeling the, the onion skin layers back one by one. Right now, the first thing I've done with the character of the witch is because the music is very familiar to me, 
it's still very tricky though I have to say mm. it's not it's not always predictable so it's not like the music is actually you know in my soul yet but I'm working on the on the text right now because music comes to me very easily but the text takes a lot longer to get, to get in my head mm -hmm. so I write it out a million times and I speak it in rhythm and this is a particular uh, English translation of the German text that was done here uh, when the production was new in 2006 so it's a new version for me and I'm trying to familiarize myself with with just how the language works and rhythmically and all that stuff so that's where I am right now as a, as the rehearsal process actually begins then I'll find you know the character colors of the singing and and in a part like the witch you know you can you have you you have to make different kinds of sounds because she's not you know a very um operatic mezzo soprano <laughs> concerned only with beautiful pear-shaped tones she has to you know she has to she has to be pretty colorful yeah colorful so that'll be fun yeah I should mention that we're speaking in uh, early to mid-August, which is, so yes. this podcast <laughs> will be released a while down the line. And you, Yes, by the time the podcast is released, we can say in current times, oh, we're so thrilled, we're going on stage very soon. Yes, yes. <laughs> I know my part. I know my part by now, yes, let's hope, yeah. The cast is amazing with the, the Hansel of Sasha Cook and the Gretel of Liv Redpath, who is one of my young artists here. So, yeah. and she's a gorgeous, gorgeous young high soprano who uh, I think will bring a lot to the role. And Sasha sang at your wedding? She did. She did. Sasha's, Sasha's like my little sister in this profession. It's a shame that I'll have to eat her in this opera, but no. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the, the, the Hansel and Gretel trick the witch before she actually gets around to having them for dinner. Yep. But um, Sasha, I think, is just such such a beautiful singer. And uh, we were, we've been in a few operas together. She's played my sister in uh, Les Troyennes in San Francisco. And uh, she, when she was a young artist at the Met, she, she played one of the priestesses in Iphigenie. And I, I just, I had... I'm, She's one of those ones that got my attention very at a very young age, and and I just loved watching her career develop. And her artistry is is just so great. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. Yeah, this is an opera that um, often, uh, rightly so, gets marketed uh, to young people. Mm -hmm. um, at it, Christmas, it's rather dark. Yeah, right at Christmas. <laughs> I guess because everybody wants gingerbread. I think that cookies at Christmas. Yeah. But um, it must be fun to be part of something that really is geared towards adults and also young people. Well, we'll see. You know, the Met always does a, a Christmas production of the Magic Flute, a, a shortened version in English. I was never a part of that, but I've I've attended them, and it's like you know, a, a, it's like kids at the movies. I mean, the kids are are hollering and clapping for the good guys and booing for the bad guys, and it's 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 the kids are unbridled, you know, in their reactions. So, I think that'll that'll be fun. Um, you know, around holiday time, everybody's ready to have a good time, and there will be lots of kids and families. It is kind of a dark story, but of course, when the witch gets thrown in the oven, everyone cheers. So I'm happy to happy to provide that little release for everyone. <laughs> or you could just change it up and, and not fall for the trick. <laughs> Ooh, what a good idea. I'll have to float that by the director. <laughs> there we go. We could get Peter Sellers to do something, you know, put it, set it in modern day and turn well, it into a social justice yeah, that that could happen. You know, don't say that too loud or it'll be next. 
It's with, uh, you know, James Collin is conducting, and uh, I've done a few operas with him, uh, most notably American Tragedy at the Metropolitan Opera a few years ago. And uh, so I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this. It's a it's a gorgeous score. I mean, it's a Wagnerian score, practically, mm-hmm. even though it was written by Humperdinck. But it's the, I saw the production at the Met last year, and the music is just so powerful and sweeps you away. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous music. And uh, I have not seen this production, but I've talked to Doug Fitch, who is the designer and director. And it's an interesting take. It's a very interesting psychological take, kind of whatever happened to Baby Jane. The witch is is not an inherently evil person who just wants to eat children. She actually is sort of obsessed with childhood, and she herself perceives herself as a child. And in that way that Betty Davis did, um, there's a Betty Davis theme here. I'm, you know, first <laughs> Regina, right, and now Baby Jane, but. She wants to, she cherishes childhood so much that she wants to preserve it in forever. And so she cooks these children into gingerbread, not so that she can eat them, but so that she can preserve them as museum pieces forever in their youth, Hmm. which is so darkly sick and disturbing. But there we are. Right. Nobody said, you know, the Brothers Grimm were anything but grim. That's their name, after That's all. That's their name, after all. <laughs> well, we're really looking forward to it. and um... Fingers crossed. It's a new territory for yeah. me. And, and, you know, Graham Clark uh, was the witch in, in the last production here. And I remember he had, that, yeah. He has very big witch shoes to fill. Yeah. He's, a, he's a, a, a British tenor who is just very characterful and, and lots of fun. And I, mine will be different. Um, first of all, I am female. Um <laughs> But, you know, we'll, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I, I'm so excited. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. Mezzo-soprano Susan Graham is making her role debut as the witch in Humperdinck's Hansel and Gretel. The production also stars Sasha Cook as Hansel and Leave Redpath as Gretel and is conducted by L.A. Opera Music Director James Conlon. Performances run through December 15th. More information is available at laopera.org. This is Behind the Curtain at L.A. Opera. I'm your host, Brian Lauritsen. If you've enjoyed listening to L.A. Opera's Behind the Curtain, you'll want to make sure you don't miss an episode. Please subscribe and leave a rating or review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen. Don't forget to share this with your friends on Twitter and Facebook, and we'll see you at the opera.